Welcome to Get Up in the Cool Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. This week's friend is Lillian Sawyer. We recorded this last week in my home in Portland, Oregon. Before we get started, I have a quick word from a sponsor for this episode. Love old time music, dance, art, and craft? Immerse yourself in Appalachian culture at the beautiful John C. Campbell Folk School. Located in Western North Carolina, we offer week-long and weekend classes in old-time music, instrument building, woodworking, fiber arts, blacksmithing, cooking, gardening, pottery, and much, much more. Visit folkschool.org to see our full catalog of classes or 1-800-FOLK-SCH to register. One more thing, I'm teaching beginner and intermediate online Clawhammer banjo courses this coming January. Sign up now and get the early bird raid at CameronDeWitt.com store. I put a link in the show notes. Let's play some banjo. All right, enough business. Here's my interview and jam with Lillian Sawyer. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Lillian Sawyer. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks for having me, Cameron. You got the golden ticket. Yes. You have it. <laughs> Very excited to be here, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you're in town for a minute. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole backstory yes. to that, and it, it's probably better off-record backstory, maybe. Unless, yeah. yeah. You have to be in the inner circle. So. Yeah, great. <laughs> to know. <laughs> um, so, I don't know... A lot about you. I know that you play the Likewise, fiddle, yeah. and uh, I know that you play some old time music. And I, I don't know if you mostly play old time music or mostly play Scandinavian music, or or split your time yeah, evenly between uh, the two territories or elsewhere. I don't know. I've been fill all, me in. Yeah, I've been all over the map. I've been playing fiddle for a pretty long time. I grew up playing bluegrass music. Okay. Um. And so I did that for a really long time. I'm kind of getting away from it. Why? Um, this doesn't have to be a polemic against bluegrass. I love bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm always interested. Yes, there there are many polemics against bluegrass, <laughs> I think, that have been iterated <laughs> elsewhere. But um, I think for me, I just, like, it just doesn't speak to me, I guess, anymore. I just, like, want to play, like, sparkly, like, pretty fiddle tunes. Yeah. And, like... The whole, the whole sort of culture around, like, improvisation and, like, shredding right. and all of that, like, I can do it, but honestly, like, I just, like, don't have fun right. with it. There's no sparkles. There's no sparkles, and, like, I don't know, I get, I get really nervous a lot when I play, and so, like, especially, like, just finding myself, like, in really high-profile, like, high-pressure situations, like, playing with other bluegrass musicians where, like... I don't know, there's, like, a lot of pressure to perform, and, like... Yeah. And then you have to just, like, play something, like, off the cuff. Yeah. And, like, it's... That's just, like, completely spontaneous improvised. It's just, like, a lot. It seems to me that part of the joy uh-huh. <laughs> that people get from um, at least listening to bluegrass music yes. is that they want to witness a display of... Power, yeah, no, exactly, yeah, exactly. Which is okay to desire to yeah. witness or to or to have for oneself, yeah. But it is inherently that's stressful and that's a lot of pressure. It, it is, yeah, no, definitely. And like, so, I would say that there are like some people who have like a real knack for it, yeah, and just like somehow they're able to just like do these really really incredible things. And that's really cool, but I don't, I don't think that's me. Like I'm definitely more someone who like, I don't know, likes to like work something out and then like, yeah, I don't know. Until it sparkles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's pretty. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do like improvising and stuff as well, but like mostly in the context of like, variations like on fiddle tunes and yeah you certainly weren't playing that the same way every time no yeah yeah <laughs> which was really fun yeah 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 hmm so yeah when did you find your way uh away from bluegrass when did you start straying from your that's roots? a good question um so uh i'm back in portland and I've been gone. Well, there's like the pandemic and like that shut down a lot of music stuff. And, but I like 2018, 2019, beginning of 2020, I was very active, like here in the, the Portland bluegrass scene and 
was uh, in the band Never Come Down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so I was doing that for a while, and I had my own band, and we were playing, like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, shreddy, progressive bluegrass. Yeah. With, like, I don't know, my own, like, original tunes and stuff like that. Mm. So I was doing that for a while, and then, like, I don't know, I got kind of burnt out and, like, took a little break to just, like, drop a few names here. Just, like, I started listening to, like, a lot of, like, Jenna Moynihan and, like, yeah. more Sean Scanlon. Okay, I don't know that one. <laughs> um, and just, like, you know, Brittany, Brittany Hawes is just, like, yeah. incredible, and I'm just, like, that's, like, that's, like, how I want to play. Like, that's, yeah. those are the sounds that I want to make. Yeah. It sounds like you were maybe becoming a little less inspired by bluegrass and then you started looking for yes, something else yeah, to do. Yeah. No, and I've been playing some like old time fiddle for like five or six years now. Yeah. But I've just started playing like Celtic music. And yeah. Scandinavian fiddle music like recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Why did you start playing bluegrass music when you did? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. So I grew up going to like, um, like roots music festivals with like my family from like a pretty young age. Do they play? My dad plays like a little bit of guitar. Um, were they there as consumers of music? Yes. They, yeah, yeah, they liked it. And then I just got dragged along and then yeah. sort of how I got into playing fiddle was I saw the band, the ducks. I've seen the ducks. Yeah, they're only amazing. once. It was at Ospi Valley. Oh, really? In two thousand thirteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Original lineup or no? I don't know. <laughs> I think probably not. Okay. But I first heard them in like the year two thousand one, I think. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they. Been it was, it was like right yeah. before they got signed to Sugar Hill, and. Um, I just like fell in love with Tony Elizabeth's fiddle playing. I saw her play and I was like, Oh, I want to do that. Mm. And like, you know, went home and like made my parents like get me a fiddle and all that stuff. How old were you when you saw like that? Eight. eight yeah. Huh. And just like started playing and like, I don't know, like in, in Florida, at least like where I was from, like the type of fiddling that was going on was like bluegrass fiddling there really wasn't like a whole lot of other types of fiddling going on. And like I had a fiddle teacher for a short period of time, like when I was in early high school, um, who was a bluegrass fiddle player. Yeah. And so like, cause t- Tanya isn't a, no, she's, a bluegrass. Like, a, she's yeah. like a Canadian yeah. like Cape Breton style. Right. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember there being any ripping bluegrass solos when yeah, I saw the no, Ducks. Yeah, not at all. But, yeah. Not at all. It In just, fact, I remember it being um, sort of a novelty that there was like a clawhammer banjo player. Yes. You no, know. no exa- yeah, yeah. Exact, exactly. Exactly. So that's what you had access to in terms but, of fiddling. That's yeah, the closest like analog educa- you could get. Educational opportunities. Yeah. And like, so that's just kind of like what I had around. Yeah. And so for the most part, that's just like what I was doing like yeah. growing up and like, yeah. And then I played jazz for like a while. Okay. Too. <laughs> Different kind of shredding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, um, to fast forward many, many years later, I think back in 27, I like kind of stopped playing fiddle for like a, a while. And like, there was a certain point where I was like, I want to get back into it. And like, I really want to like 
I think at the time I was just like, I really want to be a bluegrass fiddle player and I'm like really going to like dive in and like learn breaks and like learn right. vocabulary and like licks and repertoire and all that stuff. Cause that's just kind of like all I knew for the most part. And I did that for a while. I learned a lot of stuff and like got a lot of cool gigs and like, uh, was doing the bluegrass thing for a while. And then I think after doing it for a while, I realized like, I don't think I really actually want to do that. I yeah. think, I think like the soul of my fiddle playing is, is like in more like trad music. Yeah. 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 Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that made any sense at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that there is a, a, a shred to tune pipeline uh-huh, yeah, right. that I witness a lot yes, in all time exactly. music. And I think it's going a little bit in the other direction also. Oh. Um, uh, my bandmate, George Jackson, George Jackson has yeah. been saying recently, like, yeah, eventually IBMA is going to be like all old time players and Clifftop is going to be like all like, bluegrass players. Blue, you know, bluegrass players who are old time curious, yeah, you know, right. and there's this sort of like confluence and then we're going to wave to each other on our way to take over <laughs> each other's territory. That's so interesting. Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, there's something about, yeah, playing. So like all the, tunes. all the bluegrass players want to play old time yeah. and then all the old time players want to play bluegrass. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Let's play another tune. Yeah. Do you know Willow Creek? Oh, maybe. What's it? What key is it in? It's in D. Okay. Thank you. 
just getting the hang of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that that's great. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Where did you hear that tune? Where's the tune from uh, for you? Brittany Haas. Brittany Haas. Yes, great. and I think she got it from James Bryan. Okay, great. I think that's the source. For yeah. That. Yeah. What a good tune. Yeah, it's cool. I like the six. I like the six in there. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Chad. What would James think? <laughs> yeah, Who knows? I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember once I was, it was like early on in my old time, uh, experience uh-huh. and I was at one of the more Southern festivals. I forget yeah. which one it was. And I was playing five miles from town. town yeah. It was a jam with like other young folks. Anyway, I, I, I sort of gestured at a six chord oh, yeah, in my yeah, plane yeah, yeah. and I got like a little bit of a talking to, Oh, for sure. In a kind of a, a passive aggressive way. But you like go back and listen to it. And it's like, there, <laughs> there's a lot of gesturing to a there's, six chord. They're gesturing towards six. Yeah. Yes. In all of the source recordings for that yes. tune with no, banjo and without, yes. you know, it's like, yeah. And, there's no chord instrument there, yeah. you know, it's like, calm down. <laughs> There's like a, a B and a D note going on. Yeah. And like, and no G. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 The heart wants what it wants. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it wants what it a little, hears. A little spooky sadness in there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People are afraid <laughs> to feel. Yes. Yes, exactly. They don't want to, they don't want to step out of their like rigid boundaries and yeah. like box that. Yeah. That feel safe. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do, I also do get it because, like, one song, like in like the bluegrass repertoire, I do like to sing is like um, "Sitting on Top of the World." Yeah. And I don't know. Some people do like to put a six chord. Is there a controversial six in that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Where does it go? Sing the whole thing real quick. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <yeah. laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> but um. Yeah, when I when I call that tune, like playing bluegrass music, I'm always just like one 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 four and five. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I want. Well, expectation setting is also good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel that way a little bit about um, the Blackest Crow. Oh yeah. Because I think I've n- I've enjoyed and I've led versions of the Blackest Crow with. Um, I mean, everyone plays it with. That's not true. Some people avoid the six even with that. But, like, people like to play it slow. Yeah. And they like to play it stating the chords very clearly, mm-hmm. which I totally respect. But, like, listening to the Tommy Gerald solo banjo version. I've never heard it, I don't think. It's so good. And mm-hmm. he is only gesturing at chords mm-hmm. and not even really doing that. Yeah. And it's fast. And it it moves me more than the, like, yeah. as time. Uh, the, like, like, how fast is it? Uh, it's like, uh, uh, as time draws near, my dearest dear, when you and I oh, must part. Yeah. Really different vibe. What the hell? Yeah. And I kind of can't unhear it, you know, yeah, cause it's no, like, sure. and especially when he's singing it, it's like, and playing it, it's like really special and like modal. So you've been playing... Old time for five years? Something like that. Enough time to, to get an idea of people's icks 
or yeah, I, yeah, I would say. I mean, like yums yeah. and yucks. Yes, every, yeah. I mean, everything you're saying are like things that I've encountered. Yeah, yeah. Are there? Have you noticed different kind of sensibilities between like the bluegrass world and the old time world in terms of what the priorities are? Mm. I think it depends on on like the level of uh, that you're trying to play at, I guess. Right. I mean, like, I think at a certain, like playing with like really great bluegrass players, playing with really great old time players, they're both just like groove is paramount and like trying to just like get that feel that's like driving the music. It's probably the, the most important part, I think for bluegrass music, you know, obviously as well as old time music. Where did you first hear and start playing old time music. Oh yeah. Cause, Cause I guess you were saying you were listening to, uh, was it Jenna Moynihan and, uh, Brittany Haas yeah, and more Sean Scanlon and that one who I don't know. Yes. Uh, oh, she's fantastic. Should. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you started listening to them. When did you actually start playing old time music and where was that? And who was that? Yeah. With yeah. And... Um, so I did grow up going to like Mark O'Connor's fiddle camps. Oh Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot about this. Yeah. Another very controversial thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but I started going to them when he was like still doing them in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so you would like f- drive, I would drive up, drive up Florida. Up. Yeah. Yeah. What part of Florida are you from? Sarasota. So that's in like, if, if we're doing an upside down L that's like here, right? Yeah. A little more South. A little more South. Okay. Yeah, How like, big of a drive was it? I don't know, probably 12 plus hours. Okay. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Great. Um, but obviously like Bruce, Bruce Molsky was teaching that. And that was probably like my first like exposure. Yeah. And I probably learned a couple tunes from him the few times I went, but like, it was never a priority for me. It was like a, the seeds were planted, but at the time it was like maybe yeah. more of a novelty. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think I was more interested in what was happening in the, in the bluegrass world and the, in the, the jazzy world. Yeah. I think at the time. Were there, were there, were there jazzy fiddlers at Marco Connor camp? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know who Christian house is. No, he's like pretty somewhat famous jazz violin player. Mm. He's really great. But, um, when I was there, Mike, Mike Barnett yeah. was there as a student. Jeremy Kittle was teaching there at the time as well. Jason Anik, who he's faculty at Berkeley now also was there. So there's a fair amount of that going on, but like, I think around the time when I like got, was getting back into fiddling, I like just happened to turn on Brittany Haas's solo, like her solo record. Yeah. And I never listened to it before. I don't know why, but I think there was a, a point I was just like, wow, this fiddling is just like so soulful. And I'm like, no one else plays like this, like at all, or at least that I'm not familiar yeah. with and at the like, time. Yeah. 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 And then, um, hmm. so that inspired me to like look more into it. And then like I did some of Bruce Molsky's like Peghead Nation yeah. courses, which are actually like really fabulous. Yeah. Um, he like really breaks it down like in a really, really great way and started just like listening to more recordings. I went to Clifftop a few years ago. I really want to go back, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, have you found in your search for 
sparkles and prettiness yeah. in, in fiddling. Mm-hmm. Have you, yeah, found any particular home for you or do you just, are you just itinerant in your uh, fiddling oh, and you that's what you need? Like genre? Yeah. Or yeah. community or whatever. Or do you write your own music? Like how do you find what you, how do you find what you were looking for when you started to stray from mm-hmm. bluegrass? Or are you still in the middle of that? I think I'm still looking. Yeah. I think at this point in my in my journey, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm less concerned with, with genre restraints, I think, at this point. Like, I'm definitely interested in learning more about playing authentically, like, in all the various styles that I play. But I think I'm mostly interested these days in... in creating my own sound and, and playing the tunes in a way that feels good to me and that I enjoy uh, and, and, yeah. um, and l- trying to be less concerned with whether I'm playing these tunes in a way that is like respectful to like, uh-huh. um, the tradition or like the history of them. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. The, uh, the audacity of trying to just be a person. Yeah, no, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly, because, like, I also, I do, I do feel like at various times I've spent a lot of time just, like, trying to play something the right way. Yeah. And, um... Well, it seems like maybe that has been a valuable experience. Sure. It's, it's really great to be able to, like, understand... Yes. ...what people want. Yes. And to, and then to make an educated decision about what you want in reference, you know? Yeah. 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 I think these days I'm mostly just concerned with being musical. Yeah. Um, whatever that means, like in terms of like, um, creating a groove that feels good and makes you want to like move your body or just like making nice, pleasing sounds. Um, and if I can do that, yeah. then like, I'm, ha- I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Me too. It's working on me so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to play another tune? Yeah, I do. Should we maybe try to play a Scandinavian tune? Yeah. You had one that you're thinking about. Yes. Uh, what's it called? Polska i Smolens Tradition. Okay. Which it means Polska in th- the tradition of Smoland, which is a... It's, an area in like, I'm pretty sure in the Southeast of Sweden. Yeah. Um, they're really good about that in there. Mm-hmm. Like in the, in that tradition, it's like yeah. all of the backstory is there. Okay. No impressionism <laughs> is happening. This tune actually has a very funny story. So this tune is written by this guy he, Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> After <a> great start. <laughs> a man is, writing a tune. Yes, his name is Pontus Stuveson. Great. And he he looks like a boulder. He's just like oh. this big guy and he wears a kilt and he goes to all the fiddlers conventions in Sweden. Yeah. Anyway, he wrote he's from Smoland and he wrote this tune. Um basically he wrote the tune and he's like he's like, there's not enough tunes like written in, in the style like from, like, where I'm from. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to write a tune in, like, my, like, region's, like, style. Because I like those tunes. Yeah. And so he was, like, going to all these fiddlers conventions. And, like, he would get in jams and stuff. And he'd be like, hey, you guys know this tune? Yeah. And he'd start playing his, his own tune. 
And, you know, people would obviously be like, I don't know it. And, but like people liked it. Yeah. And so, um, eventually it, it started get, becoming like very widely like played and like, he never told anybody that like he wrote it. Um, and now it's become just like such a, it's, it's a hit. Yeah. And like, perfect. Great. Um, so everyone started playing it and then I'm not sure who the person is that like tracked it down, but like at a certain point, like someone wanted to know like where the tune came from. And so they like started going around and being like, Hey, like, you know, I learned this tune from you. Where did you learn it from? And like, eventually they like traced it back to this guy, Pontus Stuvison, And he was like, Oh yeah, I, I, I wrote this tune cause I wanted to love it, you know, play more tunes like in this style. And I, it's such a great, I'm so glad to hear that that phenomenon exists in other yes. traditions as well, yes, exactly. because it's, it's a thing. I know people who are, who will make up names of, you know, fiddlers yeah. so that they can get their tune out there. It's like, Oh, people have done that. Like they'll come yeah. up with like, oh, I, know I, got this, people, I got yeah. this, this fiddle tune from this fiddle player. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. They're like trying really hard to make it happen for these yes. specific tunes. Yeah. And uh I think it's sweet and I, you know, it doesn't always work, but I like the the I appreciate the desire behind it because you want to know that something is valuable separated from your identity. Mm-hmm. It's like cooking a meal mm-hmm. and it's silent. Yeah. It's like yeah. this is the best compliment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the I think the interesting thing about like the Swedes like culturally is like I don't know I I could be totally wrong about this but like there's like there's less less of an uh, self like aggrandizement yeah and like so like this guy he like wrote this tune not for like any like fame or glory or anything he just yeah. like just like I want to play more tunes like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 but a part of me is happy that it made its way back to him. Yes, yeah. no, no, exactly. He's been, yeah. he's been found out, and yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, this one goes out to what's his name again? Pontus Stuvison. Pontus Stuvison. Yes. Great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to come on the show. We yes. can play all your Smolens tunes. <laughs> all right. This is a Polska e Smolens tradition, which is Polska in the style of small end. Great. Yeah.
Thanks. Nice. Very cool. Thanks for, um, I mean, to pull back the curtain, uh, we did play that a couple times off record, so yeah. I could try to figure that out. Yes. I think I was just starting to get it. No, it's um, totally. That was feeling good. What a, what a cool tune. You know, people say the Polskas are in three, and I'm sure that if I wasn't playing it, I could count it out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes no sense when I'm in the middle of it. I can't track no, it. No, yeah. It's weird, because there's like... <clears throat> I think when I was first like starting to learn the music, there, I felt this like strong sense of like a backbeat almost, uh-huh. and and so it was just like very puzzling for me to like I don't know feel it in a different way. I don't know. You just you just get used to it and you just like tap some shit out like slowly and yeah. Um, I've, yeah, I've heard that within that three, there's also all of these like sort of cultural expectations of you pull here and you push here. Yes, no, exactly. And when you're dancing too, and it's like, ah, yes. I, yeah. I'm just bummed in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm doing sure. my best. For Thanks sure. for letting me play. <laughs> yeah. The dancing is very fun. <clears throat> Have you done much Scandinavian some, dancing? So I was in Sweden this past summer. Oh, great. Going to like some fiddlers conventions yeah. and stuff. and the dancing is just like such a huge component of it. And like, you know, they'll stay up all night long in the barns and just like there's bands playing and like, um, it's really cool. Maybe that would help me understand the tunes a little more. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) if I did the dancing. Exactly. I think, I don't think I really understood it until I like learned those dancing steps and started doing it. And I'm like, Oh, this is how like the music's supposed to like feel yeah. in my body. Yep. And then like, I, you know, went back to the music and I'm like, Oh, this is making like so much 
you know, more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I like that about fiddle tunes yeah. in general, just that they're, they're so often like flirting with that boundary of, is this art or is this craft? Yes. Right. Is this like serving a function mm-hmm. or is this just to be listened to? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, I think that like kind of gets back to like the blue, the bluegrass versus like the sure. question. Yeah. 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 No, it does. Cause like the yeah. music is meant to be like listened to. Right. Like almost like jazz music or classical music. And if you can feel like hot bluegrass, you know, uh-huh. in, in your body, like while you're, it probably means you already know how to play it. Yes. No, for <laughs> yeah. sure. For sure. But I guess like on a personal level, I feel like I value just like, the music that just stirs me to like want to move or just like jive out or like, yeah, I think it's a, it's a much more personal experience and enlivening. It's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I definitely feel a, a different, a different energy when I'm, hearing high level old time music mm-hmm. or n- entry level old time music. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, then, then when I'm at like the best bluegrass show that totally. I've been to and it's, it's a little bit apples and oranges. Yes. Yeah. I like both there, fruits. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, let's play, let's play another tune. What's, yeah. what's next? Um, well, I'm still in standard tuning. You want to play Boothshot Lincoln? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to actually play an A tune since I'm in that tune. Just need to take a second to tune. You don't want a low C for your A tune? Yeah. (laughs) I'm an A. I'm ready. I think I could just do this one. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same.
Good one. I like that one. I haven't played that one in a while. Yeah, I was just thinking about that one this morning, actually. Yeah? It's a, it's a jammer. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, tonally fraught <laughs> in subject matter. Yeah. It's definitely not um, like breakdown in the style of this region. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. Yes, like... exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lillian, this is so great, and I'm so glad that you're going to be in Portland for yeah. a minute. Yes. And maybe on the West Coast for longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome for me. Yes. Uh, Same. Likewise. Yeah. Same. Cool. Uh, yeah, the whole, whole reason I do this show is just to have a an excuse to play music with cool people. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Um, no, and a, uh, a great reason. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I need, because of all of the responsibilities I have in, in my life, I need to have some sort of like pretense. Yes. <laughs> so maybe this yes. can, <laughs> hopefully this will lead to some off record jams really soon. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What do you want to do for the last tune? Good question. You want, let's, you want to try the Jeff Sturgeon? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll actually do it in this weird tuning. Wait, well, are we're you? We're in A now. You're in A. I'm okay. In I'll, a I'll do it proper. Okay. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Ready for Jeff. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah, how fast do you want to do it? Thank you. 
Thanks for listening, folks. You can support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's linked in the show notes, along with links to my banjo lessons, my band, my other podcast, and Get Up In The Cool merch. Oh, and don't forget to sign up at camerondewitt.com slash store for my beginner or intermediate claw hammer banjo workshop series while the early bird discount is still available. Those are taking place every Sunday in January 2023. Thanks again to John C. Campbell Folk School for supporting this episode. Visit them online at folkschool.org. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.